Welcome back, guys, to Wrestling Ruined. Here with your host, Eddie Shepard. I, I was going to come up with a better intro. But just I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Why? <laughs> I just couldn't do it. The, the Smirnoff Ice Screwdriver drinking Travis Lasker is here today. <laughs> well, at least you put the bare minimum into that. I'm, I'm constantly disappointed in both of you. Well, I am the free will burning head, turning ass, kicking my cheese mode, dripping master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast. Your loyal companion here on the three-man booth. Brandon A. Lane bringing you some insightful knowledge to the craptastic 1995 January 23rd Raw. The night after the 1995 Royal Rumble. Yeah, guys, we just uh, we just got through the Royal Rumble. Um, it's kind of been an eventful, you know, couple of weeks since we've last kind of recorded, guys. We got some pretty cool shit going on right now with uh, with Project Louder. Brandon, you kind of want to mention some of the cool shit that uh, we've been told about Project Louder? Okay, so. Was this uh, the episode that we're recording right four? now? This would be number four, is it? Yeah, or is it? no, five, five, this is number five. five. This yeah. is the fourth episode of Raw. We're yes, but with with because uh, at the time we're recording this, our fourth episode will be releasing the next day that yes. we're recording. In th- just three short episodes, we've already made it onto the iTunes charts, uh, topping uh, you know in the top one hundred fifty. Wrestling podcast, yeah, in America, that's pretty fucking cool. And I, last time I checked, I believe we were up to like one thirty four. One thirty four, guys. We're only not even four episodes actually released in. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and the WWE Network is poised to fuck all that up. Yes, guys. So <laughs> we're we're gonna touch on that really quick. Uh, March eighteenth is the uh, official move to Peacock, and right now I have I have oh that's gross. <laughs> I have one more day left on my WWE subscription, which works out for us to review this episode of Raw. However, guys, going forward, Peacock has mentioned that Monday Night Raw, uh, from at least their later stuff, will not be available on Peacock until at least SummerSlam, is what they're saying. So, Travis, do you kind of want to mention what we're going to do in the meantime? Well, back when I was a lonely, lonely man, about 10, 15 years ago, I had two. I was going to really, say like a couple of months ago. <laughs> I have Fair. had two external hard drives, and I decided to take time out of my life and leave my computer running at night to download. I don't know what kind of viruses to uh, get the um, venereal problem <laughs> to get to get full years of uh, <clears throat> WWF Raw and pay per views and all that stuff. So have no fear. We have the entire year of 1995 Raw on a hard drive. Also, all the pay per views. And also WCW Saturday Night. And Flash oh, boy, I can't fucking wait! <laughs> <laughs> Braun, Braun the Leprechaun! Woo! <laughs> Two fucking terabytes full of wrestling. It's sad and pathetic, we know, but... <laughs> I hadn't dusted those things off in years. They still work. We're good. But the crazy thing about that is, you know, you may not be able to watch along with us following, you know, this episode on, but... You can always go back, rewatch all this stuff when it is back on the network. We had a, a weird moment where we were all like, "What are we gonna? What are we gonna do?" Um, I think the idea of us having a top one hundred and fifty podcast uh, for wrestling on iTunes was a, a thing saying, "Hey, we only have this many episodes. Let's keep pushing forward. Let's not lose steam." So we appreciate all you guys. I want to say that too. I mean, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody that's listening to this uh, podcast, you know, wherever you are in the in the cosmos, we thank you and appreciate you. Unless you're a Brandon fan, fucking. And fucking hey, they, they love me. I don't know why, but they love me. I'm a necessary component, so let's keep the uh, the gears a rolling. It's true. Um, 
one other thing to add, like, you, I mean, you guys can probably find these episodes where we're all on, like, Daily Motion, maybe some YouTube. I don't know. It might, might take a little searching, but you probably can find them as well. I know there's a t- some torrent sites out there you can download them from. That's where I got them from. And we're also teasing possibly doing, um, putting the audio with the actual clip of the episode of Raw and putting it on our Facebook. Yeah, and if that doesn't happen, you know why it yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, they're copyright reasons. Goddamn the Jerry F- McDivitt. The, 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 the FBI finally kicked Travis's door in and they thought he was watching porno. Two, bar- two terabytes of Mabel wrestling. Mabel winning the King of the Ring, baby. Let's go. They were, they were so sad when they realized it wasn't like pirated, like, you know, hardcore pornography, but it was just sad 1995 wrestling. Extreme wrestling torrents. <laughs> Let's go. Before we gotta get all rolling, guys, we gotta give you a little, you know, you know, background on this episode. This is the night after Royal Rumble '95, where we saw Shawn Michaels go from number one. Uh, uh, his name, according to a certain Canadian, <laughs> was named Shawn, Shawn Michael. Michael. That shirt's coming. All right, R.I.P. Pat Patterson. So yeah. we- <laughs> can't even get the name of your fucking Rumble winner right on your goddamn graphics. I broke it. We don't know. We don't know if he touched those kids. We don't know. And he's going banana. Hashtag, hashtag cream team. <laughs> Can I touch your banana? Where's well, Mel Phillips we need? Fuck off, oh, man. That's a, that's a deep cut. We're not going to go into that one. Well, guys, this is the wrong... He was deep into something. <laughs> I'm not even editing this. This is all staying in. So this is uh, this is the Monday Night Raw, like I said, taking place after the 1995 Royal Rumble, uh, taking place January 23rd, 1995, from the Manatee Civic Center in Palmetto, Florida. Fucking uh, Manatee. This set of Raw tapings follow, you know, like I said, follow after the Royal Rumble. There were three weeks of tapings done during this uh, during this set. Uh, you had a few dark matches. One of fav- Brandon's favorite people, uh, Man Mountain Rock, Man defeated Mountain Rock. Pat Powers. How dare you attrib- attribute him as one of my favorites? <laughs> Max Payne. Bruiser Bedlam defeated Gary Scott. The fuck is that? He's no Michael Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Gary Scott. Lex Luger defeated Tatanka again. again. (laughs) Diesel defeated Jeff Jarrett to retain the WWF Championship. Again. Uh, The Undertaker defeated King Kong Bundy, which is an interesting uh, match because that is a WrestleMania match that we do get. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. It's just wet the appetites for everybody who wants to see that. (laughs) Just just think, guys, if you've ever watched WrestleMania 11, they practiced that match. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking terrible. Poor poor Mark. Poor fucking Undertaker. And, of course, Bret Hart defeated Owen Hart, which I imagine was a great match. Again, but I'd like to see that match again. Incapable of having bad matches. I love them. Unless you drop Stone Cold in your head. Oh, uh, uh. I'd, I'd rather watch per, paralysis. I can't even speak. Full on paralysis state Steve Austin than 90% of the people wrestling today. AEW. dub Oh, man. Yeah, while we're on it, let's get that out of the way really quick. So, so I illegally. Goddamn Mud Show! I, I illegally. That's, that's we we, we rarely mention AEW because. Just quite honestly, we don't really care for it. I mean, I like some of the guys that are on the show just because I have some kind of interaction with them. To each their own, if you like it, we're not, we're not condemning you, Brandon. My, my tell you to go fuck yourself. <clears throat> but my thing about but about all of it is, uh, I watched it illegally because I'm not giving them my money, and uh, I've grown accustomed to being you know God, we just getting ten dollars. Yeah, we're asking to get fucking sued. Yeah, um, no, you guys are getting asked <laughs> ass backwards to get sued. I, on the other hand, am. <coughs> 
totally free in this whole ordeal. <laughs> I'm not watching fucking shit. But, 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 I mean, I watch the show. There's a lot of people defending it. Uh, it was not a good show. Maybe may a couple of good moments. Um, but, but to get to the end of it and kind of, kind of polish it off really quick, uh, the ending to that, uh, exploding, uh, K, uh, barbed wire match thoughts. Uh, even when those matches are done well, they still are stupid. <clears throat> Pretty much. <laughs> God, that was hot. But yeah, guys. So, so we had a group chat, and we thought it was the silliest, goofiest fucking thing. Here, I mean, here's the thing, and then they come out and try to cover it up on fucking TV in the next Wednesday. I mean, just, just, just let it go. It fucking sucked. Just don't try to be like, oh, Kitty Omega did it on purpose. I could. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Do you guys remember? And you probably don't. But in re- in reflection, ECW did an exploding uh, ring match in like. Like probably like in the early nineties, like probably around ninety five is mm-hmm. predating that, and it was a complete popcorn fart. No. And their fans were fucking vicious. They loved them when they did great, but when they did wrong, that the Philadelphia crowd would fucking you know let Eat them, them up. Know. And Paulie <clears throat> did the right thing. He went there and said, "Listen, we fucked up. We're sorry. We won't do it again. We didn't they try didn't to cover a, the yeah, shit up. Try to cover it up." <clears throat> Goodwill sometimes. PTSD from going to jails and bullshits what Eddie Kingston used. I mean, that's probably just what they were told to do. I mean, I ain't condemning Eddie oh, Kingston. I'm not, I'm not condemning any of the, the people involved with they it. They should have never for, done it. Except for the two with. people who were actually in the match. They should have um, never did it to begin with. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just joshing you. It was a terrible idea regardless of how you felt. How about Scorpio Sky grabbing that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog ring off the uh, ladder? God damn it. So, <laughs> so, 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 in, so in short form, guys, you may see some AEW product eventually end up on this podcast. <laughs> Brandon thinks every episode every weekend, so it's fine. Listen, it, it, fuck, man. I can't do that. <laughs> Travis, 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 and Eddie are like they're 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 fully positioned to like to buy AEW figures and resell them. But because, yeah. because they enjoy, got an Orange Cassidy right now. Because they 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 love the the idea of like getting money out of those people. I on the other hand, am principled and will just not. He throws them behind the dog food. I do, but if I were going to buy them, I would destroy them because I'm principled, and that's why I'm the best member of this podcast. <laughs> I'm greedy. I don't give a fuck. Well, guys, uh, before we actually roll and get get everything kind of started, uh, let's give a, a, a quick quick break to our awesome uh, sponsors, and we'll be right back with you. Emotional consideration paid for by the following. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with casting crew of all your favorite horror films 
only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. And we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined, or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. night live from las vegas two wrestling legends hulk hogan and the macho man randy savage join forces in an all-out war with butcher and his partner kevin sullivan plus the rings not big enough for both of them avalanche beats day once again with the final showdown and wcw rivalries heat up with championship belts on the line last of the champions live 805 eastern wednesday night on tbs God damn, I love those sponsors. Fuck yeah, man. They're all good. Fucking love. Yes. The the one that said the stuff, it was great, and then it was another one. <laughs> I really I don't really, hey, like, man, I hey, really man. like that guy that hosts the Rants for Black Lodge. And NGW is a pretty fucking good show. I, apparently I get a lot of heat for thinking it's a pretty good show. I don't know why they think, you know, I, I think this show's so great. It's probably because I helped book it. But uh pretty I mean, damn good show if you ask me. It is uh, I don't have anything to push but myself. I mean, in, in the world where I hate everything, uh, they're okay. I mean, I'll take, I'll, that's a fucking compliment. I'll take that. You can look up TGL the Man Twelve on eBay, and there's my store. <laughs> there you go. I push something. Good push something. Good job. Do you want wrestling collectibles? Come on down. <laughs> Do you want to make a commercial? We'll totally make a commercial. We're gonna make a commercial. <laughs> you guys actually heard Travis before this episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but go uh, get ready, guys. You know, uh, if, however you're watching this. Um, if you do still have the WWE Network when this all rolls back, go ahead and get past all of the, uh, or Peacock, wherever you want to call it. The easiest way is for you to take a dump in your <laughs> toilet and then stare at it for the entirety that you listen to I'm this. really jealous of people outside the U.S. to get to continue to keep their fucking WWE Network. Well, shout out to you guys. Hopefully y'all are out Maybe there listening to this as well. a Canadian well. version. Brendan, you got any, uh, L- Hey, listen. <laughs> listen here. <laughs> <laughs> but the big thing, we're not going to touch it, Brandon. We know you're Canadian. Stop lying. God damn it. So, do, I, do I have to give a fucking patent speech word for word to, to show that my, my love for this country is deep? No, nah, you just fucking memorize a monologue from somewhere from like your fucking citizenship speech or something. <laughs> fuck you, dude. No, no. No, seriously. Fuck you. <laughs> no Canadian. No fucking Canadian will go out of their way to from, learn the from, Latin speech. From exactly. One, from one, exactly. From one to ten, how big of a Rush fan are you? <laughs> that's, that's, that's bullshit. I also love Dan Aykroyd. Do you have pictures of Dion in your bathroom? No. No, oh, I fuck. don't. She'd kill a bone anyway. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys. So get get past your commercial if you still have it. Uh, however, you're going to watch it. We're at zero zero right now. Uh, get ready to hit play. We'll say three, two, one, play, and we're going to roll on, guys. Three, two, one, play. On behalf of the World Wrestling Federation, Vince McMahon's are super tan. <laughs> That's such like an odd color for Vince That's to wear. Cre- yeah, kind of. Maybe it's supposed to make him look tanner. Look at his ugly fucking... Look at his pupils, man. They are fucking huge. Oh, he, he's on fucking coke right now. He's got to be drugged out to get through these look, fucking rocks. Look at that. Do you see that fat kid with his bowl cut in the background? That's 1995 in a nutshell. Did, did you hear that serious Vince McMahon voice? Like, I really want you guys to believe that this is real. Yeah, Vince opened up the show suspending Bam and Bigelow without pay. For his actions at the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble following the incident with LT. But guess what? He's still getting that sweet advertising money from Slim Jim. But, but he doesn't mention for how long 
And doesn't Ted DiBiase pay his salary? It's Million Dollar Corporation, right? Oh, fuck. That's, that, oh. K-Fame is dead. Does the Million Dollar Man have to fork over his million dollars, making him only a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar man to pay for Bam Bam during Well, he time? honestly doesn't have his fucking jumpsuit anymore. He's wearing these cheap, you know, J.C. Penny why, suits. And why is some the, nice penny loafers. And why is the title not out there? Because uh, the ringmaster hasn't showed up to be given it. Oh. oh, well, there he is, HP Kid, our 1995 Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, Vince makes sh- make sure to put him over here, saying that he uh, he's the first winner to draw number one. Finally recovered from that broken hand he had yes. at the end of '94. Yes, we we were wondering in the earlier episodes why Sean hadn't been competing. Travis was lucky enough to stumble across to see that Shawn Michaels had suffered a broken hand. Yeah, when you say stumbles, uh, I searched for hours. Yeah. <laughs> He actually I'm dedicated. We, we, dedicated. Your, we appreciate your uh, attention to detail. Although this is probably the type of stuff you'd be doing, like, you know, normally. Hey, look, Vince and his boyfriend are matching. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I do like Sean's glasses there. I like I those rounded glasses. Told you so. And they spell his name wrong on the graphic. Oh, and my God. Oh he's my just God. won the, the 1995 Royal Rumble. It's Sean McHales. The, <laughs> it's a better name. Better name. I will say Vince does. His name's Sean McHales. <laughs> <laughs> Banana. Hey. No, no. You misspelled Sean Michael's name. No. That oh. was a mixture of uh, Iron <laughs> Cheek. <laughs> oh, somebody's got a, like some kind of trading card back there. I hope the fucker drops it. Sean keeps rambling here, and Vince legit cuts him off to introduce the match. He's like, fuck, oh. finish up. Vince cuts a lot of people off in this episode. He cuts off the one, two, kid, three, one, two, three kid and Bob Holly. Are you drunk? Off oh, my your, God, uh, this screwdriver is driving right in my brain. Just for the reference, those of you uh, wondering, Travis is drinking a Smirnoff ice and orange juice combination because he's a little girl. Hey, man. Speaking, good stuff. Speaking of little girls, we have the rodeo cowboys <laughs> of the smoking gun. I really wish they'd have brought pistols out. Pew, 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 pew. That's not so PC, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrestling Indians. Oh, oh sorry. Whoa, sorry. Native whoa, Americans. Whoa. Native Americans. You're going to get us canceled. Do you, know, do you know that's why whoa. they didn't let Bam Bam and Tatanka win? Because it have been cowboys versus Indians? It's a theory. It's a theory. Or, or I think were, that, that would have made it better. Or, or, <laughs> or here was was the Smoking Guns originally slated to win the titles at the Rumble, even with the, L, the LT spot. Yeah, I believe they were slated to win the Rumble. I mean, slated to win the titles at the Rumble. Yes, I would have loved to have seen Bart Gunn mm-hmm. go to WrestleMania because they shove them in the Rumble. I mean, they take the spots the one, two, yeah. three kid and Bob Holly. But you're not so PC moment of the episode is going to come up during this match. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to find out what it is. Oh, I have it written down. Don't worry, buddy. It's coming. <laughs> I want to go back a little bit uh, before we get into this match. The opening with with Vince uh, adding a lot of like realism to the, the to the whole angle, and <clears throat> I remembered this happening just from like having seen it years ago, and then you know it's been just re- it's been, in your head. It's been yeah. replayed a, a thousand times, but I had kind of like forgot the context. And how seriously the show started, I thought he was going to announce that, like, Gorilla Monsoon had died or or something like that. How Um, dare you? So, uh, it's kind of nice, even though this is uh, the debatably worst year of wrestling in history, that I was still able to be a little bit swerved. Yeah. Bro. Bro. And they they do it. I I think we were all swerved when we were kids later on in the year with the Shawn Michaels thing, but I can't wait to to cover that. You know how I knew they were going to lose the belts here? 
to not wear matching gear. <laughs> Do you know how I knew they were going to, to lose the belts here? They're not a real tag. Because it's fucking Bob Holly and one, two, three kid. I gotta say, there's some sweet, sweet mullets and some sweet ass mustaches going on over there. You're not wrong. Look, it's, this is a weird occasion where it's a a babyface team versus babyface team I mean, in '95. You don't see this very often. This is, this they do was, the whole handshake thing at the beginning, like get ready. Um, spoiler. Already. We're gonna see this fucking. Um, <laughs> we're gonna see this match again on the next episode of Wrestling Ruined. True. Yes. Well, maybe not the next episode. Uh, by the way, that phone number is one nine hundred seven three seven four WWF. Anybody want to call, call it? Somebody want to call that right now? I should call it right now. That's a fucking <laughs> sex operator. It's probably a Verizon mailbox, like eight six seven five three zero nine is. Is is that seriously yeah. what that is now? Yeah, I tried to call that. Oh fuck! But here, here's a funny thing too. Like you said, you're going to see this match again because I immediately asked for a rematch. But like, I mean, this match is actually pretty damn good for a tag match. On Raw, I, I still feel like it's it's they they open the show with these great matches and then it's downhill. Yeah, the funny thing is, you know, this is the first match technically, the first match of the night. Um, that canvas is super filthy. It's one of the first things I noticed. It's just nasty. Probably brought it from the Rumble. <laughs> cost cutting measures. Cost cutting measures back in the day here in '95. I do also staff infections didn't exist in 1995. <laughs> I do. I do think it's interesting too that Shawn Michaels continues to call himself HB Kid. <laughs> it, it, it does on. not catch on. It, I will probably forever call him the HB Kid now. Well, yeah. it's it belongs to us. <laughs> How many sweet sweet mullets are out there right now? If you so think many. about it, you got the kid, you got Holly, you got. I think mean, I should just start a mullet counter for every week or something. That's I don't good. know. Well, like, we there's supposed, four or five if you count. We Sean. were supposed to have a, a jobber tracker uh, counter, but uh, that didn't work out, huh, Travis? I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to. Move and everything back to Tennessee, and I just did not have time. Sorry, but after uh, our next Clashtastic episode, <laughs> I like that I will probably, there, sir. I will start up the uh, Jobber Tracker and uh, keep pace with that. The reason I wanted to do that is because I feel like there's going to be jobbers throughout, and I say that with respect, enhancement talent. What do you want to call Half it? the fucking are roster gonna, is jobbers, are, tra- are, Travis. Let's, but, let's just be honest. But they're going to have more matches than some of your established stars on your top show during the year. Like, if you think about it right now, Diesel, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, none of those guys have wrestled on Raw yet, and uh, Buck Quarterman's going to end up having two matches already. That's an excellent excellent point you bring up. Why is Shawn Michaels still on commentary? commentary? I don't know. I don't know if it's because King's doing the King's Court in this, and they just didn't want to take him off commentary, which makes no sense, because Vince doesn't really talk during that. Really, they don't have a heel... They don't have a Bobby right now. Or, I guess, because Macho left, they needed a fill-in, but I really figured... Listen, him, I love Randy Savage, but you could just get someone to go out there and just say random things, and you get the exact can same... Can we get Rob Bartlett back? Art Donovan. <laughs> Art Fuck Donovan. Art Donovan. <laughs> Stupid. I like the Colts. My name's Art Donovan. I like the, Fuck hey, you. Art Donovan, I like the Colts too, buddy. <laughs> I watched King of the Ring 94. That's a shit show and a half. I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> let's not go. Let's not go backwards. Let's keep moving forward. I mean, yeah, we have, we have so much better things to look forward to, like Mabel. <laughs> one, one day we'll go back. One day. Uh, I will say, uh, even though Sean is a is a super heel right now, he continuously puts over uh, hardcore or hardcore like Bob Holly mm-hmm. and One Two Three Kid. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder why that I'll, under normal circumstances Full only fifty percent of that. Ooh, would that was be, a fucked uh, up bulldog. We're saying that he, we're saying we're saying that one two three kid is in the click and that's why. Here, here's something, man. Bob Holly takes a lot of 
moves fucking they just fuck with him and, hard and that's what I'm saying it, it's he's, weird yes Travis he takes a lot of moves which is <laughs> yeah. in his job description well, I mean, no like, he's not he's a stock car racer but like, but like, that's only 50% of yeah, what he does I've seen more moves executed badly on Bob Holly than anybody else it's it's still weird to me because usually when you you have a tag team you're the smaller guy is taking all the is getting all the heat and then the shine's gonna come when you know the hot tag's made to the bigger guy yeah I call that they, the Ricky Morton spot it is do, do and, oh, uh, and, but it's just weird because it's completely opposite with the two of them th- that uh, Bob Holly's the one that's in there getting all the heat right now. Uh, he's getting a lot of it back right here, now early. Here, here we no, go. Well, Superplex, There's baby. no count here from the ref. Like, oh, maybe there is. I saw a hand coming there. But this is blatant cheating. The oh. ref could have pulled one, two, three kid down, hey, but he didn't. That's a double superplex. You don't see that normally in 95, which is, you know, it got a good reaction from the crowd. Look at them. They're actually, everyone's everyone's into it. It is nice. Like, we've talked about it before. There's a commercial break, but people are on their phones, man. You know, phones weren't around that. It's, it's, yeah, it, but, but it, um, this is in, still in Florida? Yes. Yeah, Manatee's you, you know what they love in Florida? NASCAR. <laughs> Daytona USA, baby. I got. Uh, I do have one thing to add here. Like they showed Shawn Michaels chewing gum over there. Is that where you think Vince McMahon got the no chewing gum rule on camera? Because he's just like right in Vince's face, just like what? chomping on that. Why? Shit. Why would he single out one thing that Shawn Michaels does as a bad habit, and then let him get away with well, so many other things? Like Dewey's Hills. If he's, <laughs> if, he's, if he's chewing gum, he can't put his mouth Draw around his pills. You want no gum? No gum. <laughs> so Shawn Shawn made a comment um, before that superplex. He goes. Which gun was it that took the steer in the rear in the rodeo contest? <laughs> and it was Bart. <laughs> Apparently. Here's, That's funny. Here's another it's, uh, it's also <laughs> the not so PC moment of the week. Yeah, shocker, who was it? Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Shawn, Ma- Shawn Michaels. Racist homophobe. <laughs> Allegedly. He's a heel. He gets got, okay. You got two future members of DX in the ring, too, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah, it's true. Man. I will say this match has been good double like tandem moves too. Like you can tell that the smoking guns have been teaming for a while as well. They have they have really good chemistry. Like I don't think we talk about I, it enough. I, I think they're a good tag team. I just think that it's not that they're cowboys. I think there'll always be a place in wrestling for cowboys. However, I'm not a fan of the denim look. Um and Understandable. It yeah. just it, it just, I don't know. They just they it, don't it, look like wrestling. You want them to be more like the wild eyed Southern boys? God damn right, I do. R.I.P. Young Pistols. R.I.P. Tracy Smothers. We, we missed him. Freddie Joe Floyd. Time. He had way better mullet than Bob Holly. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, what, what are you drinking now? <laughs> Just a, a Red Bull. Bull. It's fine. They got to knock off the edge of that screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> I, hold on. Let me look. Let me go find a hammer. <laughs> I will say here, here's another little co- uh, comment from from this match where Vincent Man said the kid is just as good with his feet as he is with his hands. Sean replies, "That's not what chicks say." <laughs> I was like, "That was a fucking burn," and he did it for his buddy. And it's uh, some shit we would say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at him. Like, does it, does oh. he look like a guy that knows his way around a uh, flicking a bean? This last child. I was gonna say, and her oh. bean's fucking enormous. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I Too bad. I was scarred about it. I'm scarred. I wonder if he put some what, lightning what's in he saying? What are they saying in Clerks 2? He's like, the next thing that comes up to an, an oversized clit is an undersized dick. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast took a turn. I will say... Hey, we still have that awesome entrance way in the back. Yeah, I actually have that in my notes as well. What do y'all think about the, the entrance being catty corner like that? I kind of like it. It's different. 
Um, well, we're so used to now seeing just the cookie cutter cut of how everything is. Like it's Titan Tron, you come in one way. At least in '95, it was in different positions. Like I, every arena kind of looked different, even though I could see the fucking gym steps there or whatever. This I don't care. It, it, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, it just feels like wrestling to me. Yeah, know? yeah. And I preferred it with having the, the hard camera facing the Thanks entrance. Sir. Yeah, but having it catty corner, it just it's different, and not a lot of empty seats in this arena either. There's like actually, I mean, those people because do. they love Bob Holly <laughs> and NASCAR. And NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a question. Let's debate this: Is Bob Harley Bob Holly <laughs> the the best um, race car wrestler? He's the only race car. No, Hermie Sadler. <laughs> oh, fuck you! TNA's early days don't count. Well, so then that would make him the best. Yeah, Bob Holly's the best fucking NASCAR racer ever. Goddamn right. Slash wrestler. <laughs> Jesus, there's not a whole lot on the bone there. You know, I originally had in my notes that this was a solid match, but the crowd is dead. But I, and watching it back again, the crowd is pretty into this match. They're, they're into I, it. I actually have a question, and I probably should have done my research on this, because it's actually something I wondered about. Where did the smoking guns come from? Um... Montana, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they just picked him up in the local rodeo circuit. They sent Jim Ross out there to scout. Yeah, he was out there. Hey, ball. <laughs> you they, they, they both played for East Texas State. <laughs> I, I like. I like how you wrestled down that steer. You want to be in the ring? <laughs> I will say. I also have in my notes too that that there's so many body slams in this match. I just. I feel like their offense is kind of is kind of lacking when it comes to that, but. This has been a pretty good match. Oh, okay, I, and that—that's a—that's a generational thing. I'm sorry, but if 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 this were legit and you were body slamming somebody, that's probably the most effective thing you could Billy do to Gunn's somebody. Billy Gunn's got some jumps. Yeah, he had some. That was a really nice leg drop. We take for granted how big Billy Gunn yeah. actually is. Well, you take for granted how big the kid is. He's not much different from so Billy Gunn. He's a big kid. Yeah, that was, a, that, was a shit, that was a shitty camera camera God, angle. The Bob Holly really—they should position Bob Holly and the kid on the other side, so you don't see Bob Holly's bald spot <laughs> so much. Well, he's he's busy in there getting all the getting all the uh, it's, heat. It's probably because that you know that NASCAR helmet just rubbed that bald spot. Right I like to think that Rubbins racing. <laughs> Vince said during this match as well. We mentioned on the Royal Rumble that the the kid actually busted open Bam Bam, and he said that he took did, fourteen did, stitches. Did he do it with his finger. <laughs> He's better with his hand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what, that, that's that, what the chicks say. That, uh, oh, this is fucked right here. I screwed that up. Oh, the, this uh, is the a Bam Bam spot at the Rumble was actually a pretty, three pretty cool. match here, by the way. Unintentional yeah. as it may have been. Yeah, three, three. Yeah, this match match. actually runs for fifteen minutes. I'm and I'm very surprised. This is this is probably the longest match we've had on Raw in '95. Yeah, yeah. It goes through what two commercial? Yeah, breaks? I, I like the eyes rolling back in the back of the head. There adds realism. Do you guys think this match is going too long? Do you think it's actually pretty good pace? I think it's pretty good pace. I mean, I, I, I would rather I would rather see a decent long match on Raw than two minute squashes. Five, well, yeah. I was gonna say five a five minute uh, Todd Pettengill um, oh, Royal Rumble you. report. Don't worry, it's coming. Don't worry. But here's here's something else. You think those knee pads the kids got on hurt? Looks like he's got on skater pads. Probably, and I mean, he probably needs plastic. all that for, all that protection, man. He, he was a skater boy. He said, see, see you later, boy. boy. I hate right, that. I, I hate that you know that, Brandon. <laughs> right across the he's, bridge. He the really does. He's very athletic, and I think you don't really notice it until you know he's full on, you know, mustacheless as badass Billy Gunn, which is weird to think because that's the he, same fucking person. Because Billy Gunn, he packed on some muscle though, and not yeah, like the but I, I would argue cutting his mustache makes him much less badass, <laughs> less of a man. I agree with that. So he's not a 
badass. Man. I mean, I mean, look at it this way: he didn't have the charisma, but he's almost. You mean to tell on, me? Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> he is almost in his state right here. He is almost 1986 Magnum TA. True. Fair. True. Fair. Not the rest. Not the rest. He doesn't have the body here, though. I, I, my but question. You mean to tell me that during that feud with The Rock in '99, he didn't have charisma? When he shoved the rock's face in that fat, he, that he, woman's fat ass, he had, he had enough charisma to Watch be this. in the business. That, that's impressive. That, oh that my god! Impressive. I'm telling oh, you, but he fell on Bart. Unbelievable! Who has the better mullet, Billy or Bart? Billy. Look at that fluff. He, he has a Shawn Michaels mullet. He's got the fluff to his mullet. I think it, the the mustache really ties it all together. <laughs> you know how I know he's a badass cowboy? Because he just stared Bob Holly down like, bitch, break this up. I thought you were going to say his Wranglers, but that's cool, too. <laughs> I mean, I didn't look at his ass to know what kind of jeans he has on. I'm just assuming he's a cowboy. He likes Wranglers, because that's what cowboys like, right? I mean, um, Levi's. Who knows? Teaches on Vin- Vince, during this match, kind of shits on Holly and Kid by saying the smoking guns. Um... Basically, were they they were a non-issue and thinking like they weren't expecting them to be the ones to be here. Oh yeah, their Cinderella team. Like, yeah, and surprised everything. I, I mean, I get I get the point of doing that, but at the same time, it's almost saying like, well, you know what's going to happen. The so, going away. An interesting fact about this: so they they ran through legit tag teams. They went through the Heavenly Bodies. They went through. Uh, Tatanka and Bam Bam. I can't remember the other team that they went through. Uh, uh, they beat the Heavenly Bodies. He just oh, said sorry. that. Sorry. Good. <laughs> sorry. I don't have my notes bad. in front of me. I know Are you that. drunk? <laughs> Not yet. Working on it. I believe they beat. Was it was it well done as well? No. I cannot remember, but I mean, Cameron. you got to think they actually went through some multiple tag teams. You can consider Bam Bam and Tatanka kind of a makeshift team, but they're part of a they're part of a faction. Um, so that that makes sense. So they went through all this tournament and stuff, and they went to this grueling match the night before on the Rumble, but yet they can still go 15 minutes with the guys who are the number one contenders that have been teaming for years. Oh. All right. We're... we're, They kind of fucked Oh, fuck! We're getting ready to come up on on some things where Vince is absolutely terrible on play-by-play. Oh, no. I will point them out when they (laughs) they happen. What is that? What is that weird little glitch in the picture screen there? Holly's got a nice drop kick as well. I feel like uh, shoulders aren't even down I, there. I, Good I, job, baby Earl. Earl Hebner's a terrible ref. I hate him. As he a should ref. be in every Hall of Fame. Fuck you, Marks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, unless you listen to this podcast, we love you. No, seriously, fuck you guys. No, Earl Hebner is not a good referee. Y'all can say what the fuck you his want. His cadence is terrible. His bow tie is ridiculous. <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, but he put the boot way too early up. Yeah. He wasn't even off the top rope yet. I think what I was referred to is about to come up. Oh, I'm a, what? Oh, he, Bob Holly is out. Why did, didn't you go for he the He sold cover? the shit out of that. I'll give him that. There's gut wrench. You didn't see a lot of gut wrench uh, moves either. During that oh, time. they're going for their finish right here. I gotta ha- say, they had a sweet, sweet finisher. They did. It's kind of like a reverse. Um, it's a higher angle. What, what, the, what the fuck's it called? Midnight Hour with yeah. the uh, with the New I, Day. I actually, I actually missed it, but uh, there was a part where uh, Bart through the kid in the ropes and he kicks the kid in the midsection. Bart picks him up and scoop slams him. And I kid you not, Vince calls it a Frankensteiner. Oh my God. And rewind it. I hand to God. And notice this weird overlay on the, the thing. Oh, God. The I, I rewound this match twice thinking I had connection issues Sorry, when I watched it back last week. But no, evidently that's just, that's on Good the Good job, Bucky Beaver, you bitch. <laughs> 
Sean says, I, I like the finish. Like I said, the finisher is great. Sean says, the drugstore cowboys are the new tag team champions. Unbelievable. This was the first of three title reigns that uh, they ended up having in the WWE. <laughs> I like how he just did that. Like he was tossing a gun up and putting his <laughs> pocket. That, that's he nothing tired. like what would have happened. You can tell Billy Gunn's not a real cowboy. Oh, here, here's Bam Bam, who isn't getting paid. Well, getting paid by Slim Jim. It's weird for me, too, that like they put a heel in the Slim Jim commercials. Yeah, but he suits. I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's on fire, I guess. Whatever. We get a saving face promo here, setting up for next week, which Brandon alluded to, that we actually get this rematch. Is Bob Holly the worst promo in wrestling at this point? It's pretty bad. Oh, it's not good. I don't, you know, Vance? I don't, I don't know. They put the fuck about him. We tried really hard, but we just didn't do good. And the kid hasn't cut there, him off. Save it. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, simply out of the fact that some guys work better before they've had their match and other guys like feed off that adrenaline. Uh, I've been watching uh, 1986 uh, JCP in order, uh, our good buddies at What Happened When, and Tully Blanchard is a perfect example of a guy that can give a great interview before his match and a fucking terrible one and after. Say Vince just cut the kid off right there. Kid's not a good promo either, though. Like, this is a terrible fucking promo. I get it's a safe face promo, but it is fucking bad. But they're making them sympathetic because they knew going into this that they, after winning the tag titles, they'd have to face the guns, which is kind of a heel move. Like, they could have probably saved, excuse me, saved that match for later. Last night took its toll on us. But here's here's the look best at him. He's like he's like like stuttering with a here's, speech impediment here. Here's the good thing about Vince McMahon, though. We all give him shit, yeah. But he knew exactly where he wanted to steer this. That's why he kept he'd interrupted, got him back on, got him back on topic. Everything he steered it to where it needed to be for next week. And I'll say this too: you got to imagine how hard it is to cut. You got to cut a live promo that they're filming right now in front of your boss. It's not like he's just in the back After and you're going to you get your ass, and you're yeah, going to get your ass chewed out. And you had a twenty five. You sons of bitches. You're lucky I don't fire you. You see my tie? It's exotic. <laughs> oh, exotic it is. <laughs> okay, God, do you see the gold around that bow tie? Fuck yeah. I, I'm not sure that I've made this clear or not, <laughs> but I hate Todd Pettengill. God. Um, after three weeks of dressing like Ned Flanders going through a midlife crisis, Todd Pettengill throws on a dapper tuxedo for Raw. Now, I would say that that's, uh, but it's pretty clear that this was filmed the At night the before, um, which is a pay-per-view event. We, the, the, uh, sort of uh, makes it more royal. The title deserves a little more grandiosity than the normal casual Monday look that he's so fond of all the same um he looks uh, to be more of the part so i'm gonna give him a little bit of credit for this however the second he opens up his mouth he spews the stinkiest verbal diarrhea his ass mouth could muster and just justifying how long the brett and diesel match was was bad enough but he also doesn't reference the fucking thing that happened at the big thing do you know what it was the thing behind him that says royal yes he doesn't (laughs) mention the fucking rumble but Vin, but Sean will co- he kind of covers that up here after the promo. It, it, well, the thing is, they don't want to show any clips from the Rumble because they want people to get the replay. You can fucking say the encore yeah. plus, baby. No, but but what he's doing right now is he's trying to cover up for the clusterfuck of what was the WWF title match. Yeah. Um, and he has his fucking legal pad. I have in my notes. Fuck his legal pad. It looks so unprofessional. He never looks at it. What? Okay. 
You're, that's what you're calling him out for for looking unprofessional when he usually dresses like I a Birkenstock lesbian from. Uh, you I would know, I would have rather on. him been wearing a Tampa Bay Bucks jersey standing there doing it than that that is stupid tuxedo. He does put over Undertaker's. <laughs> he does put under over Undertaker's yeah, entrance. That, here. That's the thing I'm going to fault him for. He said this was a fantastic match. It was not. <laughs> he actually, he also said building up. To thank it. you, thank you. <laughs> if only the country could come together like Travis and I have right now and agree that Todd no, Pettengill. I still respect Todd Pettengill. I just don't like his forced opinion. But, it, but at least at least you can see beyond your bias. I gave him credit. You gave him credit. You gave him shit. I gave him shit. Our, our podcast is healing. <laughs> USA, no. USA. <laughs> Brandon's not American. Yes, I am. He has, he has dual citizenship. Like, God oh. damn you! <laughs> they um, repossess the urn. Damn it! Yeah, IRS re- repossesses the urn. God, you guys want to get the Encore Plus? I need to look that up. Found, download that on a torrent website. Roddy Piper. <laughs> Please, Jesus, we don't need anymore. <laughs> we don't need. I anymore. want to know what Encore Plus is. Dude. I, I do also have. You know, this is the shittiest rundown of what happened last night. It's almost like if your buddy at school told you what happened. Because you couldn't watch it and his you, mom bought it for him. Do you think that he's all backed up with jizz from having to be around Pamela Anderson all night? And probably. He's, just, he's like counting down the hours so he can go in a closet and just beat off. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would be. But here's another thing. Why the fuck, at least in 96, 97, they had still photos courtesy of WWF Magazine? That's, I have that in my notes. They don't have that, anything. How come, how come they didn't even, we didn't even get photos of what had, like, still frames of what happened? Of just, like, Sean jumping on Diesel or whatever, or Owen knocking Something. Brett off the sharpshooter. Or, like, the part where, you know, after the title match, they, they raised each other's hand, they hugged and all that bullshit. You Still mean where they that. pretty much open mouth kissed on air? <laughs> <laughs> like, after they right. just called Bret Hart a heel, and like, oh, no, they no, respect he, each other. He's not all. a heel, he's aggressive. Sorry, with his stubble beard, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the roadie calls the count out. Roadie's still great, I love the roadie. I think this is this is kind of a shitty way of capping off your Royal Rumble report. It is. This it's going on this way is too seven, long. This way is too seven long. minutes. You could have put you King Kong. You could have you could have just done still photos and kind of had a voiceover <laughs> of Todd just talking about it. Why couldn't we instead have, of having this? Couldn't, why couldn't we have another Mantar match? Like we could have done that. I, you know, and, and as bad as an idea as that sounds, I, I may actually prefer it. I mean, or I could see a T.L. Hopper match or freaking Duke. We, we have yet to see T.L. Hopper. Like, do we even so look forward to it? Do we even say who our occupational hazard of the week was? Yeah, it was the Rodeo Cowboys. Oh, buddy. It was the Rodeo Cowboys. I don't know if we mentioned that or not. Oh my God, it's finally over. God, Jesus I, God, I just had a fucking. How is it that Doink did not become the Rodeo Clown? Oh my God, Dink <laughs> would have been great. I will them. say right here, you get a loud Diesel chant, which I'll. You know, they're actually chanting it. God, look yeah. at that. Voluptuous girl and pumper on that there. Sean, <laughs> grimace. Like, it's like, oh my What's god! Up? Don't even look. Look at my hair. Oh my god! She looks like a, she looks like a like Winona you know her, Judd. You know her name is Tammy. Uh, there's no way it's not <laughs> Tammy Lynn. <laughs> Sean, uh, Sean says he's looking for a bodyguard because he is now like a marked man. She's kind of like an Italian little face. Bit. He says that he's a marked man though. Right then. Looks like Fat Liz. <laughs> god, look at that perm. It's almost as cool as Sean's mullet. I I really miss these guardrails. <laughs> Does gold guardrails? Guardrails just had to cut. He had to cut Sean off again. There, apparently, that's his girlfriend. Well, we got to get. We got to get to IRS tonight. Okay, I when when I watched this back, uh, I was drunk, and I think this may have been the tipping point because my notes <laughs> kind of end at a certain point. With Shatner talking about tech no, with with this match, and I remember why. He's like, motherfucker, I've had enough IRS. But I have a question for you. 
Why is this show called Raw? What is raw about this show? It's uncooked. It's uncut. And it's uncensored. That was the whole spiel when they first opened it up. Well, that may be the spiel, but it is not indicative. This, like, okay, as much as I can shit on the Attitude Era, that that show was raw. Yeah, there is nothing raw about this show. They called it raw because it was supposed to be live, like live, like you know, you're you're out there without raw footage, raw footage. You know, it's live. I mean, no, let's not talk about that, even though we just posted a meme on our (laughs) Facebook page. Uh, I will say the most interesting part of this match is Roddy Piper on the phone. Which is weird, all of a sudden, because you didn't even really realize that Piper still had a connection with WWE at this point. Did did he just have a seizure? (laughs) He put him in a headlock. He shook him once, and he's like, oh. Hey, but this is a two-time wrestler, two-time enhancement talent on Raw. This is he is the reason I want to start the jobber tracker because I, this I, is the second match Buck Quartermain's been in. I love Buck Quartermain's tiny typhoon oh outfit. God. Oh god, that I was love terrible. his mismatched boots. Oh my god, Piper. <laughs> I, Piper says he's extremely proud of the new generation. Piper also uh, says that that was one of the best Royal Rumbles that he has ever seen. That was and a shit. fucking lie. Here's the thing. He didn't see it. No. <laughs> <laughs> he also starred in Hell Went to Frogtown. Hell goes hey, to Frogtown. Don't, how, how fucking dare you? Do not do not talk shit about Hell Comes to Frogtown. Because we need to cover that on this podcast. We will. I'm going to shit all over it. It's so good. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind fucking for freedom, but there's no way I'm going to Frogtown. <laughs> oh, God. Sean, Sean says that uh, you were something in the old generation, but the Heartbreak Kid is the leader of the new generation. Actually, that's Diesel? Whoa. Sure. Whoa. The I think we're all, we all know that the leader of the new generation is fucking Jeff Jarrett, I so think, shut your mouth. I think uh, Ted DiBiase needs to tell Mr. IRS to turn his tie around. It is backwards, and that is ruining my money. He's right off now. duty from his IRS job. <laughs> IRSing is that what we're going to call <laughs> it? IRSing. Yeah, I like that. He's IRSing. Right God, now. Buck Quarterman, your candy stripe boot. What the hell? He's writing this off. This is a ten ninety nine independent. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Buck Quarterman? I wonder. I wonder if he if he breaks his suspenders if he uses that as a tax write off. <laughs> no, that's his finisher. The write-off? Yes, we get it. It's a pun. It's a pun, Travis. Hey, there's the urn he stole or repossessed from The Undertaker last night. Here's the thing. Do you think Buck Quarterman got what? a job in TNA because he wrestled Jeff Jarrett so many times in 95? Could be. Could oh. be. Probably. Oh, God. There's the write-off, guys. I know Barry Darso is in WCW at this point. At least I'm fairly certain. Yeah, he's, whole, he's a would, fucking Would he have bully. not been a perfect member for the yes. corporation? He could have been repossessing... No, that really like would that. have been great. Yeah, no, no, it would no, no, it wouldn't have been. It would have, been it would so have made good. logical sense for the terrible <laughs> story. So, good. so this this match only went like two minutes. So uh, really quick, the reason that Piper was out there to look how sweaty he fucking is already. He's, He's on. I will say. Piper's on here to, to promote Encore Plus, which Encore Plus is the uh, the Encore presentation of. Uh, the Royal Rumble, they show it the following Tuesday, not this Tuesday after this Raw, the following Tuesday and, after. And Piper hosts and puts in some quips, I'm pretty it's sure. It's just a way for them to get people to buy it again, thinking and they're going to get something else with it. Pretty sure he has an exclusive interview with Sean, right? That That's the, one of the yes. selling points, and like, that's why he's on here talking to Sean. God, yeah, look at that urn. Suit. I love that urn. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate... I, I, oh, oh my god. god. Is it time? How fucking cool is Man Mountain Rock? 
Uh, He's a better guitar player than he is a wrestler. Hey, his music saved my life. He looks, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a 1995 version of The Fiend. No, I was going to say, dude, this is just fucking <laughs> Hugh Morris from WCW Holy shit. at the exact same time. Dude, it really, it really does look like Hugh Morris. I like how they use these, all these chalk, chalkboards and everybody's stuff. Like He had Man Mountain Rock written on We'll, we'll get to Man Mountain them. Rock. He's oh. mischievous like Bart Simpson. You notice they've had a vignette shorts, for like man. a new talent every week, and then that talent falls off the face of the fucking earth the next Dude, week. We haven't seen Hakushi. I mean, we like once. Yeah, since he fought uh, HIV Matt Hardy, <laughs> Treasure Chill, <laughs> <Sorry>. HIV <laughs> Hardy, <laughs> high voltage. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Hardy. This is but, a King's Court with the new Intercontinental Champion. But like they debuted somebody, they debuted uh, Hakushi Mantar. Henry Godwin was well, the last Raw in '94. It was, and now, and now, Mad Mountain Rocks they, coming. Is there? It was their Raw debuts. Yeah, so but like, like their full-on debuts. But still, somebody just died. So like <laughs> meth lab just blew up in the apartment <laughs> complex. This wouldn't be the first time that's happened here. Here's my favorite performer of 1995 with his flashy jacket. That is a great. Oh, look I mean, at the gold, baby. On and the that fan is, it, is why, in the way. Why is it that people went fucking nuts for Jericho doing this, but Jeff Jarrett has a light-up jacket and he's a, and he's a pariah? He's a, he's, been, he's a martyr. But you see he's got the gold singlet to go with the gold he just won. She's like, look, I got the Intercontinental Champion belt. Here's the other thing. like They never use those chairs and bench. And it's the King's Court. Somebody's sitting that shit. Like, no, King's it's the aesthetic. I will say, they, they keep showing shots of the Intercontinental title. Is that... The best looking title, but I just cannot get over how it's, it's, beautiful it is. I, I would put it as the best WWF title I, belt I, of I, all time. I was going to say that about the tag titles earlier. I really do like those tag titles. The, all the belts at this yeah. point are, are fucking gorgeous. Well, if you had to pick is one, it, would you go Winged Eagle or IC? Uh, I'd <laughs> say the IC is more iconic. Well, I don't know I, if it's more iconic, but they did at least bring the IC back because it was so loved. I think it speaks wonders because in 2021, all the belts look the same, uh, with the exception of the United Kingdom title, which is a beautiful title belt. I will say the new U.S. title and new Intercontinental titles are very, very different, but I don't like either one of them. Uh, yeah. Because the U.S. title's got that big eagle on it. Intercontinental's like round with like spokes on it. Looks cool, but I'm just... I've seen people recolor it and it looks fine, or it looks better than it does. But this is just a—it's a perfect example of what a mid talent or you know a mid card championship should look like. To me, it's the—it's the defining mid card title of all titles, and this is sort of past the point of it being, you know, the the historic lineage and like the working horse title. Uh, I kind of feel like that kind of dies off with Razor. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it kind of comes back into prominence later on with you know. It really dies after. It really dies after this year. Because yeah. if you think about it, you still have some workhorse champions this year. You got Dude. Razor. Well, as soon as Jarrett, Ahmed Johnson gets yeah. his hands on it, that's when gold, it really gold, takes gold dust. Yeah, you know, to an extent, yeah, he wasn't true. really a worker. Worker. No, but he is. Point. I mean, it's Dustin. Yeah. Dustin gonna work. Yeah. You know. I will say Jeff Jarrett is uh, saying that he has been champion for quite a while. <laughs> it's been one day. <laughs> Great Hill shit. He's uh, calling Diesel out. Well, he, can't, he can't pronounce ingredient, and Vince calls him out for it, so he's basically shitting on the heel. And then he also calls out Diesel because he wants to add the WWF title to his Ain't I Great Tour. 
Um, if Diesel has the guts, man, son. I don't like Diesel at all. God, it's a beautiful gosh. belt, man. But I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't see Jeff. This version of Jeff Jarrett being WWE. I can't talk WWF. How champion. much do you think that get up cost in '95, man? A lot. Because it's it, like they didn't do that shit, you know, back then very often. Like the, the electronics in that, I bet you are thousands ridiculously expensive. Now usually people just put them up in their house, like it's not, no big deal. They cut him off as well. Yeah, it, like I guess they were so worried about time constraints because this one is actually live. I guess this thing, is the first one of the tapings. The thing about this too is I know we've talked about it. We kind of go over it really quick, but Jeff Jarrett still the most consistent part of 1995. And that was another good promo by Jeff there too. Good, he's getting himself over. Which he also had Jerry to play off of there too, and I can't I can't underlie enough how good fucking Jerry Lawler is in every. But yeah, I've said it on previous podcasts, but he is good in anything they put him in, like except for that kiss my foot match. I'm sure the lead up to that, it was very oh, good. Oh no, in. guys. Uh, oh my god. Oh, What's about to happen? No, uh, are you about to jerk me off? Oh, what no. is that about? This WWF Mania, which we will never cover. <laughs> Thank God. Because <laughs> I couldn't find full seasons of that to download. I don't want to live in a world where that's a possibility. <laughs> that's such an old Sean. That was from like Rumble 93, Sean. Like, they're going to cover the WrestleMania 11 fucking contract signing, which is the most lackluster mania of all time. When you let the Undertaker wrestle, I'd rather watch the Undertaker wrestle Giant Gonzalez than I would King Kong fucking Bundy. Vince says something here. He goes, WrestleMania 11, unquestionably the greatest WrestleMania of them all. You guys noticed that the new logo's on that? Uh, I see that. Oh, it's, there? Sli- it's slightly tilted. Slightly coming in, and you still got yeah. the old logo in the corner. I Unbelievable. I missed the block WWF logo. But when Ooh, as soon as Timmy and her partner Meredith just showed up with her shit <laughs> print on. No, it's Fat Liz. I told you. That. <laughs> That's a deep, deep cut, Travis. No one knows it but us, and I love that. Let's go to Hartford Civic Center, guys. You guys one nine oh nine 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 hundred. Oh, sorry, that's the WWE hotline. Get out of here. Main Gene is shitting on this right now in his grave. Look, the logo's tilted on the WrestleMania. It is logo as well. They're getting ready to debut the new generation. Yeah, Logo. like three years after its inception. Vince begins to hype uh, Mabel versus King Kong Bundy next week as well uh, in an over-the-top rope match, and then the, the rematch. I'm a, excited to watch the The two-man Royal Rumble is what he fucking bills it as, and it's fucking stupid. Maybe it's because King Kong Bundy wasn't supposed to fall out of the Rumble when he fucking did. No, he clearly went out when but he was not supposed to. He's not wrong, though. Really, like, the only two people that were made any kind of impact in the Rumble was... Sean and the British Bulldog. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he says. I love the Bulldog. Uh, I love this jacket. I love the Bulldog. Shit. I, I, I'm a mark for him. I love, yeah. I, I just like short haired Bulldog more. I like Hill Bulldog. He's a good hero. You know what they do now? And like, they would, like, on the road to WrestleMania, they'd wrestle at Fast Lane or something for the number one contendership, or they yeah. just made it a triple threat match at Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be something and, like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and this is just. Nope. <laughs> Sean nope. calls uh, calls the Bulldog a crybaby for losing the Rumble. Then Vince continues to hype uh, how number one and number two were still in there at the end of Travis, the Rumble. Travis, put your erection away. God, I love this Raw commercial. just want to play his quang. I things a lot on this podcast. want to play his quang. Quang. Vince also says that Bulldog deserved to win the match. So, guys. Well, you if he to- deserved to win it, Vince, why didn't you book him to win it? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Kayfabe shattering. Um, <laughs> look, you see the fucking uh, pyro in the thing. You see yeah, that? That's calls him a pyro. I see it, yeah. There's a, there's a firecracker there. Well, <laughs> that shit, like that don't shit. put your finger on there, you blow it off. 
Uh, do you have any idea who... Just ja- just ask Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> Football, sorry. Yeah, guys, have any idea who this uh, fella is that's uh, taking on the British Bulldog? Yes, here? yes I do. In <laughs> fact, this is the jobber of the week. The Black Phantom, a.k.a. Gangrel. Sweet fucking kick pads before they were cool. Also known as, his real name is David Heath. Uh, he was trained by Boris Belenko. Uh After being influenced by the Lost Boys, he developed the Vampire Warrior gimmick, which is crazy that he had that gimmick even that far back. Yeah. Uh, he worked for the WWF as Black Phantom from 93 to 95. I married Luna Vachon in 94. That's the most impressive thing he's ever done. That's a lie. It's because, I mean, it's not impressive because she was, like, attractive. It's impressive because <laughs> she was a scary bitch. All that, right? That's a, that's impressive for a guy his size that he's just he's that, just falling suplex. Roids! That he just <laughs> wanted to less, less willingly roids. have sex with Luna Vachon is pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, I did not know this, but he actually wrestled for ECW in 95 and did jobber work in WCW from 97 to 98. Uh, he also, you know, resigned with the WWF and formed the Brood in '98. He had the build though of what could have been a WWF superstar at this well, time, though. He's not much smaller no. than Bulldog. I'm saying it was it was impressive that I mean, he got his that. Man, tits aren't firm like Bulldogs, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Brandon would say that's the steroids, but I, I digress. <laughs> Look at that arm hair. That's oh, uh, that's oh, why. Oh, that's fuck why. It. You got to shave that shit. And then, like, what the fuck is this on his ass? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like... Are you a vampire? Scribbles. Then you don't fucking know. Black Phantom is not a vampire. How do you know? How's he going you know? to bite people with a fucking mask well, on? That, it's he, like the wears, mist from no, his phantom He wears the mask to cover his face during the light. He can't He can't die that way. Well, Why is his skin arm, sparkling is, then? Oh my god. Get out of my fucking house. <laughs> Big thing is, guys, he, uh, he left WWF in 2001. He worked on the indies. He still is, actually. Um, and he's pop- he popped back in WWE on like reunion shows and even did a stint with AEW. Uh, not really sure. It might have been a battle royal. Yeah, it is a battle royal. Uh, I did not know this, Brandon. He was a prisoner in the movie Human Centipede 3. Uh, I fucking love that movie, not because it's good, but because you have that uh, that European dude. Uh, he's a cowboy. He's like, oh yeah, cowboy. That's not what he says. But um, do you know what? Uh, Third uh, member of the smoking guns over here. Over there? You just have to see it. It's a terrible movie, but it, but it's awesome. Um, do, you, do you happen to know like what what Gangrel's uh, what's his real name? David Heath. Is that David Heath. Yeah. What what David Heath's other profession? Is bloodsucker. Yes, bloodsucker. <laughs> it's an occupation. When, he, when he's not sucking blood, you know what he's doing for funds. What? Uh, he has worked in the entertainment uh, division uh, about for strictly adults. Really? <laughs> I don't think oh. he, I don't think he's an actor, but I think he was a director. At I got gotcha. you. Oh God, I'd love to see some of his work. It's probably very vampire. The, the, that bulldog's looking like a million bucks out oh, there. Look at those steroid stretch marks. I see that. Uh, last thing I'll say about our jobber of the week, uh, a very interesting fact as well. His his dental implants for his fangs they were ten grand a piece. Doesn't he own a training school with a Rikishi? Oh my god, I believe he does. Yeah, it's in California, and they're training Bow Wow. Oh my god! I hope he bites his neck and drinks the ball. <laughs> can't why can't Bow Wow go to AEW? Fuck. WWE's gonna get Bow Wow. Fucking ten years too late. I just won't. Just, I can't I wait just, till he almost says something really horrible. I won't say it. Can we call the Superstar line too? And see what oh, fuck, I'll say it. I can't wait. Till, I can't wait till he dies of a drug overdose. <laughs> oh, isn't he Snoop Dogg's nephew or some shit? Isn't Bow Wow related to Snoop Dogg? I thought somehow? he was Master P's son. No, that's little Romeo, Romeo, and we're cool for knowing that. <laughs> I hate that I know that. Why do I know that? <laughs> His son played for USC. Is all I know. They're they're all the same. 
God, the heartbreak kid. Well, he rappers. actually called himself the heartbreak kid there. HB kid? He called himself heartbreak kid there. Oh, Bam Bam's standing by with his fucking no-collar tuxedo. <laughs> Are you from Japan with that zipper there? That's where he keeps You know what, though? Name. Say what you will. He lo- he looks like... A million bucks? I, uh, out, of everybody, out of everybody in the, in the corporation, he looks like a legit guy. No, no, you know what I mean? Like a big no, guy. He was too good for this. He could have been a heel without the corporation. He, he should, really could have been. He should have been. Well, he wasn't a bad promo. He, like, he wasn't terrible. Nice though for '95. Fucking Sean. What is this kid screaming at Sean? Yeah, you're not so PC. <laughs> oh my God! Can we Look contain all. our excitement? Sean says the Blubber Boys are in action. <laughs> Look at all this beef. I like how he puts them over. Up oh, there it is. <laughs> God. Oh really? <laughs> The, the two, two men man room. room. Sean puts this over. I wonder why. I don't like, I don't like this picture here. of Bob Holly because his mullet is way shorter than the. I don't like because he's wearing purple. That's the Undertaker's color, and of course Diana Francis is back there. That's her color too. That's her name is Tammy. <laughs> I'm just making up names for her. Her red face. It's Tammy Judd. Tammy and her friend <laughs> Lashonda. That, that dude sitting beside her with the red face is her damn sugar daddy. Yeah, using her for the funds there. He's like, yeah, I'm away, you fat, chubby piece of shit. I'm trying to talk to Vince McMahon. <laughs> We're in the Manatee Center. Because <laughs> Manatee... Vince mentions comma. Manatee's rule. Vince, Vince mentions comma. And he goes, comma, 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 chameleon. And Vince is like, no, no, that's no. not it. Vince didn't get that reference. No, he just If it would have been ACDC, he would have been like, oh, I get it. Or if it had been like fucking cool in the gang or some shit. Fuck you, I love cool. Can we get this This is terrible. Bam Bam tries to apologize, and of course, it doesn't work out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Riveting television. Final thoughts for this Raw, guys. I remember now why I got drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I will say it wasn't the worst Raw we've watched. I mean, at least we had a great tag match, a good interview from Jeff Jarrett, but everything else is fucking forgettable. The Bulldog match was just... Nah, jobber match. But at least we actually had some, we had some star power on the actual show. Thing. Like, I mean, Bulldog was the last guy eliminated from the Rumble, so, I mean, it, there's that. But that- <laughs> Mabel's not star power? I, <laughs> He's not star power? I, I still I still say you could you could have flipped the opening match and the tag the, yeah. the, the main event yeah. and get the crowd hot off the start with, you know, with, the, with the Bulldog, and then... They still could have got the, the shit in with yeah. him and Sean. I agree. That they probably that. would have been fresher at the beginning, too. Like, if, since it been... They could have went over the Rumble. It's like, fuck, man. If you're going to have a title switch, it should be the main event. But, like, we've talked about it before, how they, they put stuff first like that, and it's Saturday weird. night's main event booking. Like, we discussed that, and, too. And that and fine. But, I mean, put putting the Bulldog out there... To, uh, one, Bulldog against a jobber is probably in the eyes of a lot of your, like, casual fans is probably about the same. So, I mean, very least, the allure... Too seriously, or like, what the fuck is this? The allure of having a tag team title match shouldn't be... It shouldn't be the opening match. Especially if it's the only title match on the card. Main event. Main event. And it's like title switch at that, too. Like, the title's going to change hands. I think they just didn't have an idea of it because... Coming from like a booking standpoint, where I've done, I've done you know booking shows and stuff, you would not put that match as your first match. Well, you just wouldn't. Here's the other thing: it's only an hour show. Like, why would you not? I mean, it's snackable. Like, okay, you you build to the damn main event. Like, you build to the title change. Like, you 
thread that through that hour to get to that point. I agree, Travis. Oh my why god! Why are you looking at me so oh intensely? Oh my god! What I know I'm fuck? glad I'm between you guys. I can oh feel the I feel we're the about, fucking heat. We're about to rub nips in here. I don't understand what's about to happen, guys. What's going on the other on the other side? Uh, this. Is WCW Saturday Night's main event from January 21st. This took place the night before the Royal Rumble. Mm. Of course, you got some good ones on here, Travis. Mm. Alex Wright defeated Lieutenant James Earl Wright. Bobby Eaton defeated... Did, did, didn't he kill uh, President Kennedy? <laughs> no. My <Nah>, man. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> well, that's actually the government. It's LBJ. James Earl Ray. Who did he kill? James Earl uh, Ray. MLK, buddy. Okay. Well, he killed, he Two killed, different people. He killed, same idea. He killed like. MLK. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Bobby Eaton defeated Scott Studd, who is actually Scotty Riggs. Who was Lex Luger's little flag boy in WWF. You're yeah. right. You yeah. are right. Yeah. Uh, Stars and Stripes defeated uh, Rick Stockhauser and John Falconer. Why are they getting a rematch for the tag titles they just lost? It's, it's in time, buddy. Blacktop Bully defeated Davey Rich. So, yes, uh, Barry Darso is very relevant right now. Uh, yeah, uh, for, for a few more months till he gets fired for King, King of the Road. Road. God, I love King of the Road. Dave Sullivan defeated Kevin Sullivan Evet? by DQ. Yes. That is the, oh, God, I cannot wait to cover that. <laughs> US, coming, coming soon, Evad a t-shirt. It's going to happen. U.S. champion Vader defeated Alex Davis. Paul Roma defeated Mike Davis. The, oh, guard, brothers. the Guardian Angel defeated Bob Starr, and the Nasty Boys defeated Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck by everyone, DQ. Everyone knows my views on the Guardian Angels because <laughs> they're irrelevant and stupid. I always want to say, you know, at this time, is WCW Saturday Night, it's only an hour-long episode, correct? Mm, I think it's two. Dude, I don't fucking know. Nor do I Because that's nine matches. I think it's two hours. I think it runs from 6 o'clock, 6.05 to 8. I believe I'm pretty sure. But I'll say because there's a lot of matches on here. We only had I'm three sure matches that on Vader this. match took 30 seconds because he punched him in the face for real and then power bombed him <laughs> and put his stinky glove in his face. You're goddamn right. That's how it should have been. <laughs> R.I.P. Leon White. Vader time. <laughs> I love Vader. <laughs> well, guys, we've talked about it too. The next episode coming after this is going to be drum roll. This terrible drum roll. Is, is it uh, Clash of the Champions? It is Clash of the Champions. Are we going to clash some champions? Clash of the Champions 30. We're going to go off. Uh, this this show actually takes place two days after this episode of Raw. So we're still following in chrono- chronological order. Oh, Wednesday and, night. And oh, how the mighty have fallen. Going from uh, a the Broadway of that, that made Sting where he challenged Ric Flair. Champ- uh, clash of the Champions won. And here we have 29... Subsequent events and uh, our main event is Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, which, please, admittedly, huge pl- stars. Please tell me you have a card for this. I, I do. I do. I do. Okay, well, shit go ahead. You read it out. So, guys, uh, of course, we because of Travis's sure. illegal illegal uh, downloads, we will be able to watch this regardless of the network. And, and, and we're probably no, we're going to try to stream this one as well for you guys to check it out. Uh, or you know, when the network starts rolling again on Peacock, you guys can check it out and watch again with that. But we get Arn Anderson versus Johnny B. Bad for the television title. <laughs> Das Wonderkin, Alex. Hey, hey I bet you that Bad Blaster made a bigger impression than that damn death match. And, uh, spoiler, that match is way better than it has any right to be. Because <laughs> of Lauren Anderson. Also fair. Yeah. Uh, Das Wonderkin, Alex Wright, takes on Bobby Eaton. Beautiful Bobby. Uh, you were talking about the rematch of the tag titles. Well, it actually takes place at Clash. So oh, Harlem Heat take on Stars and Stripes for the WCW tag titles. Uh, Sting, America defends its racism Sting, against the Harlem Heat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also accurate. 
Sting <laughs> takes on the avalanche with the guardian What's angel. What's his name? <laughs> Sting. Sting. It's Sting. Sting versus the avalanche with guardian angel. God, I cannot wait to shit on the guardian angels and guardian angel. The and he's match. a special referee. Um, there's a there's a there's a turn that happens in that match. And as Brandon alluded to as well, the main event to Clash of the Champions 30 coming off the heels of a Starcade 94 main event. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan and the Butcher take on the Mega Powers. Mm, they're not called the Mega Powers in WCW, are they? They they actually do call them that, but I don't think they're ever billed as the Mega Powers. Oh, okay. They have another name, and I can't remember off the top of my head. It's not the, no, the, it's not the Mega Maniacs, because that's... That's cool. Warrior and, and, uh, and Savage. Savage. Yes. God, I, the name's on the tip of my tongue. I remember that before we stopped recording. I don't fucking hate myself for it. Well, guys, before we get out of here, uh, we have a new segment. We were going to de- debut it on the Rumble episode, but I think we're going to hold off because, you know, it, the Royal Rumble was so long. Uh, this brand new segment is courtesy of Rants from the Black Lodge, and it is called The Truth Hurts. Take it away. The following announcement has been paid for by the Ramp Army. Mouths closed, ears open, I have something to say. There's only two types of people in this world. There's people who prefer a convenient lie and people who will only accept a harsh truth. Now, for the next couple of minutes, every damn word out of my mouth is going to be unmitigated truth. So I hope for your sake that you're the latter, because if you're the former, you're in for a rude awakening. And I'm not talking about Rick Rude. You see, when I was a kid, I wasn't athletic. I wasn't delusional enough to think a chubby five-foot nobody could hang with the big boys, but Oh, I live vicariously. The men I saw on the Superstation, 605, Dusty Rhodes, Barry Windham, Ric Flair, Road Warriors, and on down the line. Now, see, the common denominator between the men I just named and the generations that came before them was just that. They were men. Men, mind you, that not only took the wrestling business seriously, but they were willing to protect it at all costs. Now, fast forward. It's the late 90s. I'm a teenager, and the sport I have loved my entire life, it was evolving to something I didn't recognize. And in almost every conceivable way, it actually devolved. Oh, how how good I had it then. Because <laughs> in retrospect, this was the last time I was ever going to see anything that actually resembled professional wrestling in the United States. See, the problem lies with the teenagers of my generation. Now, unfortunately, like myself, they weren't athletes. They didn't spend their days pumping iron. They spent their days with their noses buried in comic books and their nights with the Nintendo 64 controller in their hands. Now, my hypothesis is the combination of crash TV bullshit, thanks a lot, Vince Russo, and hyper-unrealistic arcade, no psychology needed, WWF No Mercy video games inspired a whole slew of mud show morons to quote-unquote train in their backyards. Here's the deal. Professional wrestling shouldn't be run like an upward basketball game where everybody gets a participation trophy. But sure as shit, here we are, 2021, with a little boy who is barely five foot tall and literally weighs less than the dump I took this morning doing a song and dance routine with a lanky ginger who's so fucking apathetic to the amazing opportunity that he's been gifted to be on national primetime television and he sticks his hands in his pockets and he gingerly kicks his quote-unquote opponents. This behavior is not only tolerated, it's encouraged. I'd give anything for Harley Race to be alive, able... Oh my god. He... (laughs) You know what would happen? You'd see Orange Cassidy turn yellow. Yellow from the piss pouring down his legs as he lied in the fetal position, while Handsome Harley would stick his shiny 45 next to those dime store aviators. <sighs> it's 
such a damn shame that we've gotten so far away from a serious athletic presentation that not even Adam Sandler will put this godforsaken bullshit in one of his direct-to-Netflix movies. The underlying factor here, and the harsh reality, and the truth, is that wrestling is dead. My generation of teenagers, they killed it because they grew up and they became wrestlers. There's so few men, actual men, in the sport of wrestling these days. Why the fuck would they want to be in this goofy nonsense that's served up on a rusty platter? The only people who want to be in the wrestling business today are nerds who just through some miracle found a gym and by some Charles Atlas miracle were able to condition their bodies. How dare they not condition their minds? This is Brandon A. Lane. Wrestling is ruined and the truth hurts. That is uh, some interesting thoughts. Brandon, your rants are illogical as fuck. Listen, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You paid for the spot. (laughs) How dare you. AEW pays for a lot of things. I mean, it's good. (laughs) Fine, fine. Don't take my money. You are, you are a four-letter word that starts with C. <laughs> cool. Can't. <laughs> cool. Yes. Oh, fuck. Uh, we, are, we are really grateful that you guys have been checking out the show and getting us these awesome downloads. We appreciate the hell out of it. It's made all this even much better. It's been a fun show um, to give you guys. I know I have fun with you guys watching this terrible shit. Um, it's not all bad. Yeah. Gotta gotta put some silver line behind that shit, Sickle. Big thing, guys, is to follow us. We have our Facebook page and our Twitter is at Wrestling Ruined. Uh, Be sure to buy some fucking cool merch. Tell me some, tell about some of the fucking cool merch we got. Okay. As of last night, we have a Hulk, Hulk, Terry Hulk Hogan in Thunder and Paradise t shirt. Oh, fuck, I love Thunder and Paradise. Um, my crowning achievement of T-shirt designs: We have an Arn Anderson inspired T-shirt um, where it's 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 him, and it also says "Average Carpentry Skills," which even Eddie was like, "I don't I don't, I don't get this get reference." And, I got it, and I have to say, I have never been so proud of myself in making a T-shirt. We've got a Million Dollar Corporation shirt, um, Mantar. Uh, fuck, we've got uh, Mantar three sixteen. We have a, a Mantar inspired uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, design. We've got a cap- Capital. Con- Combat 90. Yeah. Which somebody bought one. Whoever did. <laughs> thank um, you. Thank you for being uh, weird and what you like in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite one? My favorite one. Fuck. The the Kevin Nash adjective shirt. I really like that one. That's a good one. Skip. Skip our good friend uh, Touch of Tip. Skip bought two. Bought the diesel powered and uh, oh, yeah, another the, uh, shirt. The, Ke- the Kevin Clash. The Kevin uh, Clash shirt. Which is the uh, you know, Super Shredder one. I mean... I, there's, I, I gotta get out my stimulus check from my Peepaw Joe, but once I get that, I'm gonna buy some shirts. I'm probably gonna buy some. Minus pinning, boys. Wearing, wearing them around town, but uh, I yeah. do really, really like some of these shirts you've designed. Yeah, there's I, some good ones on here, guys. There's an old WCW inspired one with the uh, cross, cross and hairs. And my I favorite liked. one is, is also the Yeti shirt that you made. It. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And hashtag zipper rash. <laughs> Which I don't know if we've even said that on the podcast. Not that's yet. that's a deep that's a, just a deep cut. We're, we're about to make hashtag it a thing. Hashtag Bulls belly button. Hashtag <laughs> Wrestle War ninety. I'm gonna actually. I know we're almost at the end of this, but fucking Bull Dempsey back in the day used to retweet me all the time for all the weird shit we'd say because his his singlet would show his belly button. I said I don't think your singlet's low enough, and he retweeted that shit. Yeah. Well, and then immediately he fucking cut it off, and uh, and what happened? You got let go. Yeah, we got let go. Here's the thing: we we should have a zipper rash segment of the week. 
Something that gives us a ball. I, I dig that. Going forward, we'll probably do that at Clash of the Champions, wherever that's going to be. Um, but we're look, we're looking forward to you know bring, keep bringing you guys episodes. We're going to try to do some some new things. Check out the t-shirt uh, store, and um, we appreciate everything, guys. Like, yeah, please check out uh, ProjectLouder.net. Absolutely. Uh, our TJ. good buddy TJ Bowser. He's he's uh, we're he's the, one of us. We're the we're the NWO. Uh, he's our Eric Bischoff. Um, are we like the original who's, three? Who's are, we gonna be, are we like Scott Norton can, and can fucking be, Slapjack Stevie oh, Ray? Oh, Travis is definitely Scott Flash Norton. <laughs> Why can't I be Scott and you, you know, you're Vincent, and I'm Brian. I'm Brian Adams. God, you have no charisma. <laughs> you're dead. You're a piece of shit. I watched a match with him and Goldberg the other night, and it was fucking terrible. Well, that's what you get for watching. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you guys listening to this one. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to watch along with it, depending on the, the format and how we get it out there. And... Any last thoughts, guys? If you need a link to <laughs> download Raw, I'm your hookup. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, when you go to prison, uh, that does I not will reflect just... the views of well, some of the people on this podcast. <laughs> WWE should be stupid and get all the rights to Peacock and not let me continue my WWE network. Yeah, because the, because the millions of dollars they made off this deal. Millions. They, well, millions. It, affected, should... it affected me as a fan. I don't like it. Anyway, guys, okay, fair we'll see. We'll see you at the Clash of the Champions, and definitely check out Thunder and Paradise when you get a chance. What a maneuver! You guys, take it easy. <laughs>